perhaps some encouraging news for all of us who've been struggling through these high inflation rates, this high consumer price index over the past little while. New numbers out today confirm something you may have already noticed if you filled up recently. A fall in the price of gas is easing pressure on household budgets just a little bit of late. StatsCan reported that the annual rate of inflation slowed to 7.6% in July, down from over 8% in June, and that followed a similar story uh, in U.S. inflation numbers that were released last week. Here's TD Chief Economist Bieta Currency. The one price that's very observable that people re- react from a sentiment perspective is gasoline prices because you need it just for every day, everything, work, shopping, everything. That's the good news. The picture isn't quite so rosy when it comes to putting food on the table. Food prices rose almost 10% compared to a year ago. That's the fastest pace since August of 1981. And if you happen to be a renter, well, you may know this already, but average monthly rental costs also continue to rise quickly. Overall, the consumer price index was up just 0.1% compared with June. That's the smallest gain since last December. So maybe things are easing just a little bit, or are they? So what is driving these numbers? What does it mean for you, the consumer? And what now heading into the fall? To help me answer those questions and more is Amy Pung. She's an associate professor of de- at the Department of Economics at Toronto's Metropolitan University. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Well, thank you for inviting me. So uh, I think a lot of people, after what we saw out of the U.S. last week, I think there was a prediction that we might see something similar to what we saw today for July inflation. But what are those numbers telling you? Well, the numbers telling us we're probably following the same trend as in the U.S. So the good news is inflation, um, it looks like inflation may have picked. So, you know, it's driven by the, you know, the slower growth of the gasoline price. So the U.S. moved from 9.1 to 8.5 percent, and we moved from 8.1 to 7.6 percent. And really, the gas prices is what's really uh, what's yep. noticeable here, I yep. guess, for consumers. And, and it has such a huge impact. It's always, you know, it's always strange to realize just what an impact gas prices has on inflation, especially these days, obviously. Yeah, because the, the gas is, you know, cause the production uh, on most of the goods and services we consume. But at the same time, it also uh, drives the, the household, right? The cost of running a household as well. So, um, but unfortunately, the deceleration of inflation this time is really the just the, the because the slower year over year growth in gasoline price. But if you're taking out of the gasoline, so the the price actually rose six point six percent year over year in July, which is actually zero point one percent higher compared with June. So it's which means right. yeah, which really means that the up, upward pressure, you know, on prices still there. So so this is what you said at the beginning, people probably still feel it, you know, in the uh, food, groceries, travel, rent, and everything else. So what is driving? Uh, is that just something, does it take longer for those prices to adjust to anything falling? Or are those going to continue to rise, do you think? Uh, what are we seeing in terms of a trend? Um, what we're seeing is so many of the global factors that I'm sure many people have known or talk about that push up inflation, they won't go away quickly enough. So we see there's still supply chain disruptive. Um, there's still geopolitical tensions are high. There's still wars, right? And the commodity price are volatile. So there's still so many uncertainties. So the price um, uh, on the supply side, right? So there's still a lot of uncertainty. 
And on the demand side, because our economy are running, well, a lot of people may thinking compare with last year is running hot. So we're enjoying a fully reopened economy. Uh, people want to buy more goods and services than our economy can produce. Uh, business also have trouble keeping up with the demand, also because of supply shortages, which leading to delays and higher prices. When it comes to something like food, I mean, traditionally, I, I, this is probably mistaken, but all, I always thought that in the summer, especially in a country like Canada, that food prices would come down a bit just because we grow more of what we eat and so forth uh, and don't import as much. But that doesn't seem to be the case either. Not at all. No, not at all. So the food gone up 9.9%. Bakery, 13.6% based on uh, the number uh, produced by StatsCan today, right? So those may be driven... Wow. Yeah, <laughs> those are maybe driven by the, the, the just the average weight price due to, the, you know, the war with Ukraine, and they are the 25%. So Ukraine, Ukraine produces 25% of the wheat in the world. Right. So that, that's I, part of it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, beverage, 9.5, sugar, 9.7, eggs, uh, 15.8, fruits, 12%, and coffee and tea. Um, 13.8. So everything we eat and drink on daily basis are still way above 10%. And, and, they, and they grew fast in, in July as well, so no relief? Yep. No. So this is why when we're actually looking at consumer price index, when we're excluding the gasoline, uh, the trend is still going up. It was 6.5% in June and 6.6% in July. So it's no wonder that most of us aren't really noticing. I mean, these numbers might bring a little bit of comfort. Gas prices, as you mentioned, are important in any household. Uh, but everything else, uh, no relief there. So so the whole point of the Bank of Canada raising interest rates is to try to cool demand and get inflation back under control. Uh, has it started to work yet? Well, I think it worked. We see it in the housing market immediately, right? So the housing market has cooling off. And then the related area as well, we see, you know, uh, home decoration, construction, furnitures, appliance, and also extended to clothing, tools, uh, sporting goods, entertainment products. Those things have slowed down or cooled off, actually. However, so some, like, yeah, like we yeah. talk about the, the, the day-to-day items, so the food, groceries, the travel costs, the rent costs, the home affordability, those hasn't really been changed much. Uh, I, I know you don't have a, a crystal ball on this, but it, are we looking at the rest of 2022 being pretty much the same? Will we see any sort of slowing down of these big jumps or can we expect, uh, you know, you said earlier, perhaps interest rates have peaked, but certainly we, uh, not interest rates, but inflation rather. Uh, but we certainly haven't seen that for a lot of stuff. Do you, do you see this continuing to rise through the rest of the year? Are we in for a really tough fall? So what I see is the Bank Canada actually have a third quarter forecast. They forecast around 8% inflation. So uh, I think most of the forecasters from major banks as well as economists thinking we're not going to go 8%. We're probably going to undershoot that number. But the inflation is going to stay. It's like, you know, uh, the Bank of Canada has a core inflation target of 2%. We're not going back to 2% anytime soon. 
I'm speaking with Amy Pung. She's an associate professor in the Department of Economics at Toronto's Metropolitan University. We're talking about new uh, inflation data out today that showed the annual rate of inflation slowing just a bit in uh, in July compared to June. We saw that in the U.S. as well with data last week. Uh, but as Amy's explaining, a lot of that, uh, other than gasoline prices, uh, for the average Canadian, you're not really going to notice it because a lot of prices for the things that we buy every day continue to rise. When we come back, we'll talk a bit more about interest rates. Uh, I gather the Bank of Canada will continue on its path to raise interest rates, considering it, that uh, this you not, you not yet had its desired effect. And also just some of the pressures we could see, because gasoline prices may not stay low for long. What might that do? That's next. Amy Pung is our guest this half hour. We're talking about inflation. She's an associate professor in the Department of Economics at Toronto's Metropolitan University. Um, so inflation slowed a little bit in the month of July, which is good news, mainly due to gasoline prices, which is also good news for Canadian consumers. Uh, Amy, how much did the do you have any concept of how much taxes had to do? That we've seen some some cuts in gasoline taxes across the country. Did that have an impact at all? I I couldn't tell by looking no, at the numbers. No, I think. Yeah, no, I I really think this time is really because the crude oil price has gone down. So from, um, you know, um, um, has, you know, globally, also because of slower demand uh, globally. China had um, uh, travel restricts and lo- uh, regional lockdowns, along with uh, U.S., there's a forecast of slowdown of the economy. So the slowdown on the gasoline demand overall. Don't think the tax really uh, plays uh, much more role here in this case. So in that case, when we look at for look forward to the fall, uh, mm-hmm. you know we don't know where energy prices are going to go this fall. We're reading about uh, possible shortages in the UK, in Germany, in the European, other elsewhere in the European Union. We could be in to see gas prices rise again, in which case the consumer price index would go back up, or I mean, at least inflation would be back up. No, we we kind of thinking that inflation may be picked, and at this point, we're looking for some kind of ease, especially in travel restrictions, local, um, you know, uh, lockdown restrictions, uh, things related to, um, you know, the pandemic. Um, some of the restrictions may be eased up, and that will solve some of the supply chain disruptions. So that that will actually improve the supply side. Um, um, the other factor which many of us may actually not think about is um, in, in U.S. and Canada, both actually Canadian particularly, our labor market has performed really strongly, especially in July. I actually checked the number today. So we have record low unemployment rate of 4.9%. And employment seems have strong numbers. Uh, labor compensations has, has grown as well. So the average... Hourly wage has gone up by about 5.2%. And that, I guess, is another factor that's at play here. We see a lot of government unions looking for for, uh, yes. for, for wage yep. hikes. That wages yep. uh, could also add to inflation if, in fact, uh, we start to see uh, higher wage wage increases that start to outpace inflation. Yes, absolutely. So, um, so over here in Ontario, so the union, the teachers' union, are in negotiation with the provincial government. They're looking at over ten percent increases, which is the we never have seen this number before. So this is really because they were considering, you know, uh, the inflation being so high. So of course, people are going to look at, um, you know, the catch up, right? So when when the the labor compensation going to catch up with the purchasing power in, in in this case particularly. 
Right. So I guess in a nutshell, if we look at these July numbers and put them into context over what we've seen over the last several months, that uh, things are easing slightly, but we're certainly not out of the woods yet when it comes to these high prices we're trying to get used to. Yeah. So I think it's going to stay for a while. So then if you look at, you know, today's news, um, so Governor of Bank of Canada has uh, said it, we're determined to eliminate high inflation and return to our 2% target. So therefore, we know that it's very highly likely that the you know the Bank of Canada gonna gonna follow the Federal Reserve Bank's um, to hike another seventy five basis points is highly likely. Well, that's just my my point. No, I I think a lot of people agree with you on that one. Amy Pung, thank you so much for your time tonight. No problem.